What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, people up in Tyler, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark with us producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. 877-37-GRIND is your number to participate if you know what you want to talk about like always it is open phone lines feel free to give us a call uh anything that was discussed on yesterday's show you didn't have an opportunity to call or you just want to parlay that over today you have a new take today the only thing we ask you to do is to call during the breaks be patient during the long segments and breaks and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also if you need to reach out to me or follow me on twitter you can do that at sports grind and also if you want to stream the show live all right don't forget you can go to the business facebook Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page and you can leave comments as well, and I'll respond to those in real time and read those on air. And if I don't, I'll respond to those later. And also keep in mind if you ever miss any of the episodes live, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast seven days a week, 365. And also, if you are traveling or you're in a market that doesn't have us on terrestrial radio or you're having technical difficulties, difficulties, excuse me. You're having a um, little difficulties yeah, there. Yeah, speaking, I always do. Um, pretty much any of your current device, uh, you can also keep in mind sportsgrindonline.com as well also. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready rock and roll. All right, so it's Thursday. We're almost to the finish line for the week. Uh, we've got some things to get to. Of course, uh, we'll be uh, kicking off week 14 tonight in the NFL uh, between the New England Patriots and the Steelers. We are setting almost a record as a low total in this particular game. Um, so hold on to your butts in regards to entertainment value. Uh, we'll talk about that here shortly. We've got some other NFL news uh, as well also in regards to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, I've actually been meaning to touch on this for the last few days. So it's not new news, just old news I haven't got a chance to get to yet. Uh, we've got a guy, we've got a tackle, a right tackle getting paid in the NFL by the Dolphins. Uh, we'll uh yeah, that's the yeah the Dolphins. Also, uh, college um, football. We've got some Coach Prime news. He's made two big additions to the offensive line um, today uh, that I want to talk about because um, you know he's under watch by everybody. Um, negative say- sayers, positive of everything that has happened. Uh, you know, with Coach Prime, um, and it's just usually the way that they cover it. Um, that is kind of like you know. There's everybody dealing with transfer portals and coaches leaving, but when it's him, it's, you know, oh, Dion's lost four kids. He's lost this and that. Well, when you ask for the um, attention, don't be surprised you get the attention. Well, no, it's attention, but he's not doing nothing no one else is going through. That's my point. Uh, ETN transferred, hit the transfer portal today out of Florida. You know, his brother plays with Jacksonville. He was on Florida. He went to the transfer portal. My point is, it's like the way they come out about it is it's something negative when it's every school is dealing with portals right now. But he's made two big additions to the offensive line as well. Um, also, Nick Saban has broke his silence in regards to the controversy, in regards to him getting the fourth spot. Um, he was, uh, you know, the other day he had said something in real time. You know, he just said he empathizes with those teams. Speaking of Florida, 
Um, you know, he, he kind of said that in real time. And then also, you know, he made an appearance on the Pat McAfee show and just said, hey, you know, first of all, his number got leaked. Somebody published his numbers right after the uh, committee selection shortly. So his phone was blowing up. I saw somebody put his office number out there, but are you saying it's personal cell? Well, it was reported that it was his number, whatever it was. He said his phone was blowing up. But like he said, why are y'all coming at me? Um, And the one thing he has said that he understands, because the truth of it is, he said, we've been on that other side. You know, Alabama's been left out before, but he said, hey, look, you know, sympathize because there's a few teams that you would be warranted. But, um, you know, I'm also appreciative and happy for our guys getting – um, their self in this position uh, to go play another number one team in the country where most people um, don't feel Ill like we're going supposed to be there. Um, let me tell you this, um, because of as far as I've, I, I mean, I followed him when he was in LSU. I wasn't really, you know, it took me a while to grow on really his style and his philosophy on life and the game of football that grew to me to gravitate to him at Tuscaloosa from day one, not championship four, but day one. And um, it's not a shock to me, but the the, the warning to everybody else, um, he's going to use, first of all, he's going to have a month to prepare for Michigan. So when you have guys like him and, you know, you hear the Bill Belichick, you know, when you have the bye week, the Super Bowl prepare, that's a lot to prepare for one opponent in regards to when you're dealing with a coach of his stature and the coaching staff. As long as, as they continue to prepare for this, just to let you know, he is going to beat that in their head. And he's going to have them coming in to this tournament, this 14 tournament, believing that they're not even supposed to be there. That pretty much that nobody wants them there and they're not good enough to be there. Because it's very rarely that he gets to play the underdog role. And that's one of the things that I think that he's mastered that a lot of people, you know, every coach seeks that. You know, you want to be able to say, hey, well, nobody's disrespect. I mean, when you run a program that has won as much as them, and you're talking about being 12 and one or whatever it is in SEC championship games, whether you reach, whether you get new bodies that come in and out of the system as you graduate, go on to the NFL, go on to get your degree, do whatever you want to do, you change coaching staffs. That is very, that's a unique talent to be able to instill that and have that when automatically you know what you're walking into when you're an 18 and 19 year old young man um i figured he was going to play that card but it was just reassuring just knowing that that's exactly how it's going to play it's going to be an interesting final four uh in my opinion um especially you know we've got a while to get to it um you know especially i've been telling you with the washington and texas matchup you know the one thing texas is thin at is in the secondary and washington you're coming in with one of the top passing rank offenses in the country. And with the quarterback, that's going to probably, if not win the Heisman, probably finish in second uh, in voting, or should be, in my opinion. So that's a, that's a tough matchup, uh, more than what people might think. Um, but I said that when it first came out. But we'll have a continuation to talk about that, and we'll get back into a little college football as well. Golf, um, Masters champion. Uh, John Rahm has decided to go ahead and join Live. You know, to me, though, you know, and this is, you know, breaking news today and it's on, you know, most out there is the leading story. But to me, it's like, what is, you know, this Live thing and PGA situation, in my opinion, has kind of lost a little bit of luster due to the fact of the quote unquote kind of uh, don't call it a merger, but we're going to learn to work with each other. 
So to me, I mean, what is, I don't know, him going to tour live, is that really the same thing of him announcing this maybe this time last year? Um, I don't know. Has the details come out in regards to how much he was given? Because everybody else that it went from Phil to everybody else that has left over there, we've gotten the price tag that they were given. Now, I assume that he didn't strike when the iron was hot when it was basically you had to really make that choice whether you wanted to cross that line or not. A lot of things have changed uh, since then. So I would imagine um, that I don't know if he was able to capitalize, let's say, on the level that some of these other guys that went early. What do you got? Well, the Wall Street Journal, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we have – just many reports out there because this deal hasn't gone public outside of the announcement. Mm -hmm. But the Wall Street Journal through the Associated Press saying 300 to 600 million. That's still impressive. I mean, that's That's impressive. Average that out, it's a half a billion dollars. Um, and, And to me, that number right there leads me to fact of like, what is really going to be the final agreement between Tour Live and the PGA? Because we all know that the Saudis have, you know, money to just, you know, do whatever they want with it. Um, But that just lets me know it's just the fact that that dollar amount, which would dwarf um, Phil, it would dwarf um, who else? Um, Uh, Phil and Dustin Johnson Johnson. uh, are both above a hundred million. Yeah, so it would dwarf theirs. So, and and again, it makes you wonder. At this time, he's done it. Why? Unless there's something that again that we don't know in regards to this potential. Don't call it a merger, but partnership between Tour Live and the PGA. All right. Before we get started, uh, breaking down, um, looking at Week 14 starting tonight. Uh, The NBA is in action. Uh, We've got tonight um, the semifinals, uh, the first leg of it in the – well, we got both of them tonight in Vegas uh, for the in-season tournament. But before we get to that, uh, we had action last night where the Spurs fall to the T-Wolves 102-94, to which makes that 15 L's in a row now. Watch this game last night, and I will tell you this. I can live with that. With that style of a loss? I can live with that. That effort, and, and let me get to this, and this is the reason why I don't. That, that's what me and you bump heads, because this whole thing, and I get it to the all-star break or whatever, but if you're coaching and you're trying and you're doing things at work, you're going to be, that can show to me from game to game and week to week. It is obvious to me that, you know, when Pop made the comments about, well, they ain't get no time off. We don't get no vacation. Besides the lineup change and Sohan getting out of the starting lineup as a point guard, you could tell to that time off there was some emphasis made on better defensive effort, communication on rotations, and how we're going to collectively rebound as a team and play defense. And against a team that had the number one ranked defense coming into the game, the number one, the best record in the uh, the West, uh, to go in there and play that game the way they did and to really be in the game and wait till maybe about the, you know, I don't know, halfway point in the fourth quarter, uh, really before Minnesota really pulled away. And then when they pulled away, the Spurs had one point, one, uh, one punch left in them. I can live with that. 
That's the that that's the reason why it's not. And, and it's crazy to me because again, as they lose, there's going to be more criticism here in the two one zero social media wise or whatever. They, the 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 talk is getting loud because fifteen is fifteen. But when you talk, and I played a lot of attention to what the countdown crew had a lot to say because I want to start because that's the gift and the curse in this in regards to the Wimby effect because a lot of this is going to play out on national television. And, you know, the many of the games that they've got. So the progress is going to be for everybody to see besides just this region and in the 2-1-0. So, you know, the ten, I was very interested to see how the countdown crew talked about it. You know, Perk's comments, um, you know, just saying, hey, you know, it is what it is. If there's any other franchise, I'd be terrified for Wimby. But this, you know, right now, the experiment and this and that. Uh, but, you know, like Richard Jefferson said, so what, is the experiment over? You know, because Sohan didn't come off the, he came off the bench, he didn't go to the guard. But regardless, because if they had that effort, if they were playing with that effort every night, and there's no excuse the reason why they shouldn't, if they're being pushed and coached right, they wouldn't be 15 in a row. They wouldn't have lost 15 in a row. So the question is now, I don't know who they got next, but are they going to be able to continue to have that effort? Because if they had that effort, after leaving the desert, and I understand they ain't all have been blowouts by 30 or 40, but the, the bottom line is that's the closest since the time they left the desert. That's the, that's the only game that they have basically played consistent basketball for four quarters. They even came out and didn't really get blown out in the third quarter, even though they still have a problem coming out flat in the third. But that I can live with. I will say, arguably, that was the healthiest Devin Vassell we've seen since the desert, too. Whatever he, it is. he makes a big difference. No, um, he's legit. I mean, we all talked about coming into the season about this is with the attention on Wemby and the national stage, comeback player of the year uh, is really in, in his wheelhouse. He could get that. The next game is the one that you called the win when we talked about this last week, the Chicago Bulls. It's yeah. going to be in the 2-1-0. Uh, we got the report uh, this morning or last night. Zach Levine going to be out another three to four weeks with his injury, and this is really the time to get one because up up after that on Monday you've got you're going to Houston to play the Rockets, a very good defensive team, and then you've got back to backs against the Lakers, and then you've got the Pelicans and the Bucks in there across your next five. Again, I, I think even with that lineup, if they are focused in and they're being coached and the right the right lineups and combinations are going to be put out there they, they even all all those teams that you named you can sneak up on them dudes and win a game here or there the the, the truth of the matter is yes you can say Vitzel's been the healthiest and that's fine Vitzel's the truth I mean I think one thing about it his and the more I see him in regards to his jump shot and the way it is the more that I get pissed off at Keldon and I know Keldon has some bright spots and everybody here has tried to crown him as the leader of the team, which I've never bought into it because just because you get handpicked for the the face of it or you're going to be this or you go to Olympic, you got to earn that. And when I see and that's the one thing, regardless what you feel about the Spurs and development in regards to first round picks or what you feel about pop, the one thing you can't deny, they they can. And I know Chip's not here anymore, but they can develop shooters. Uh, I've seen, I saw him play at Florida State. Um, I saw him his first couple of years and he's put in the work and it's not there quite yet where Kawhi's at, but where his shot, his mid-range, but, but you know, Vassell is off the dribble. It's, he's put a lot of work in his cotton. And that's the reason why I say that he's done two laps around Keldon Johnson. And that's the reason why I hold Keldon to a certain extent because Keldon wants to shoot them threes and Keldon want to go, but he's got Danny Green in him. If he doesn't hit the first two or three, Keldon's done for the rest of the night when it comes to shooting. But Vassell, you could tell he's putting the work and he's 
he's going to be a problem. He's improved every year. I'll defend big body a little bit. Jordan Ho- uh, Howenstein of the Spurs, of course, uh, tweeted out last night, only five players in NBA history with 4,000 points, 1,300 rebounds, 500 assists, and 403 pointers in their first 250 games. Paul Pierce, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, R.J. Barrett, and Keldon Johnson. You can vent him all you want to, man. He say, he, the, the, the Selton passed him up. I mean, that's like it's it's the naked eye test. You know, stats, a lot of things can stat pile, especially when you play on bad teams. Um, the bottom line is he's been passed up. Um, and if anything, it's like his shot. Like if Vassell, I saw what Vassell shot like at Florida State. I saw what he shot here for the couple. That's putting in work, and that's really separates the guys that it's their profession and the guys that are really trying to get to the next level. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Spin the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check out what's the latest new products that they have coming in for the holidays, or you already know what they have, but you just want to deliver straight to your doorstep, don't forget about uh, don't forget about SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts here. That's Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um. Anyway, all right. So keeping it moving. So yeah. So just uh, press with the effort. We'll see how if they continue. But eventually, you're gonna have to get W's. That's just the reality. Um, you know they can. You know Pop has a plan. I'm pretty sure the organization has a plan on on how they're going to develop this young team. Um, and what the history has showed how they develop teams. 
Um, but the truth and the reality of it is times are different. And if you don't find a way to win, negativity seeps in and basically it's all around you. And there's and these guys on this team is no immune to the way the NBA culture is. They look at social media. They see this and guys are worried about what their brand and what they're going to do. And they want to be winning. So eventually as the effort, because I think if they keep the effort, they'll get W's. They're going to have to win games. They're going to have to win games here soon. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Speaking of winning. Uh, the Clippers last night was able to get a victory finally over the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they were able to go ahead and edge them out. Um, looked at that game and paid attention to that game as well as they were able to be victorious. Uh, 111 to 102, the score was. Really did a good job defensively in the second half. Uh, Zubak, uh, the way he played Joker. You know, I'm not a big Zubak fan. He's very frustrating sometimes with me because he's very big in size. But he plays small a lot. Uh, but when he gets going, uh, especially offensively and defensively, because I've always, as much as I've seen him, usually when he's having good efforts on defense, it kind of fuels his offense. Um, but he did a good job for the most point on Joker. You're not going to shut Joker down. Uh, you, you can contain him. You can play good defense on him. Uh, wasn't promising. They overcame a slow start. Speaking of the Clippers, uh, Nuggets came out and jumped on them in the first quarter. Uh, and then things started to turn around there in the second and they started making their, you know, their move. But we talked about it yesterday. Um, and I was feeling going into that matchup and even it's early on in the season, man. And you can't really, when you're talking about 82 games and you're talking about just getting in December, what can you really label? There's really no such things really as must wins, you know? Um, but, I felt that due to the fact that the lack of success of late that the Clippers have had against the Nuggets and, you know, what has kind of been more negative than positive since James Harden has joined the team, I thought yesterday, especially being a national televised game, uh, was very important for them to go ahead and get that W, and they were able to get it. Um, still not really, you know, the rotations that Tyron Lue uh, had um, – you know, I kind of liked him. I mean, you know, we know Westbrook's coming off the bench. I thought Westbrook did a good job with bringing energy on defense and rebounding. Uh, you really can't expect too much scoring from Westbrook. Uh, you know, he's kind of more of just trying to give that second unit juice. Uh, and I thought he had a good job of doing that last night. But I thought definitely that was a win that the Clippers really needed. Uh, I'm still not sold really too much on the Clippers uh, yet. I, and when I say sold, I was sold on them pre-James Harden. But, I, you know, I just feel that eventually they won last night. But, you know, I just still stand by what I say. If they can't really get some consistency going and they go more in these ruts where they lose three or four, but they, they win one because James goes off for third, they're really going to have to take in consideration of what they want to do. Is it worth it? Uh, you know, leaving him in that locker room and on the team. Um, and that's just my opinion. But they got the W last night. What do you got? And they're trending in the right direction. That's seven wins in their last ten games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would like to see those opponents. I know there's a couple spring in. Of course, you beat the champs last night. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely trending in the right direction. Got the Warriors. Okay. The they're Kings. struggling. Kings a good win. The Mavs. Mavs play no defense. I mean, Luca went nuts. I think Luca had a triple double in the first half. I think was that last night, the night before. Mavericks are just um, 
I you know I know it sounds yeah, like a broken record. Have to. Yeah, yeah. I I know it sounds like a broken record, but the truth of until Luka Doncic really gets committed to defense, they're not winning a title. They're not even sniffing a title. Um, your best player has to be bought in on the defensive side, and Jason Kidd. I'm going to keep saying this: Jason Kidd and Mark Cuban. I'm putting this all on those two because I, I think there's been a lot of catering going on to Luka. Now they did hold him accountable for his weight going into last season, and he did something about it, uh, I think by default, because he played with the national team, uh, but he did. And so they need to really start – because I've seen Kid talk about post-game, about defensive effort in this. You, you got to put a name on it. And that's what separates the big boy coaches from the from the middle of the road of the have-nots. You, even if it's a superstar, you got to hold them accountable. And, again, you know, I'll go back. You know, for the first few years, uh, Mike Malone – you know, he's very hard on the Joker. You know, Joker, I mean, Colorado will tell you, Joker battled his weight problems. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mike Malone, and he wouldn't he wouldn't mess around. He comes straight in the press conference, hey, he's got to play, he's got to do better. You know, um, there, there was times where Joker was having a hard time finishing the fourth quarter, had to take breathers, getting up, but he got committed and he got they, the organization led by the coach held him accountable and look, they won a title. And they're going to be the favorites for the next couple years. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. But um, for the most part, I, I just feel the the, the Clippers, they, the, that's a nice, you know, trend forward. Um, but I just want to see them. I'm going to start paying a little bit more attention to them uh, closely in regards to because of the James Hart. Because I was very, you know, if they could stay healthy, uh, I've said the importance of them this year, but if they would have stayed healthy, I was very high on them prior to the James Harden situation. 877-37 grind. All right, before we move to the NBA, let's look at tonight. We've got the semifinals uh, matchups in the desert in Vegas. Uh, tipping off first, you'll have the uh, Bucks. will take on the Indian Indiana Pacers. Um, I don't even know what the line is on that one. What's the line on that? Uh, Bucks minus five. Mm, kind of fishy on that one. Uh, fishy line there. I think Indiana, when you look at Indiana, I mean, you know, this is something. They're there now. I'm pretty sure juices. I mean, if you're there, why not just go ahead and win it? I mean, I know Zion and, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram kind of laughs when the reporters ask, have you thought about winning this title or whatever? And they kind of chuckled and laughed at each other and said, no, we haven't given too much thought of it. Depends on age, where you're at. You know, LeBron's taking it serious. You know, we talked about it yesterday. But, um, you know, I feel like the the Indiana paper, this is a – this should be a Bucks victory. Um, you know, when you go out – even though this is a different team this year, a little bit, different coach – but when you go out as a one seed, anything that is a tournament or a champion, you can call yourself, antenna should be up. I think for Indiana to be victorious, they would have to just come out and really do what they do sometimes on most nights, and that's really shoot lights out from the three-point land and get hot. Um, you know, Rick Carlisle haven't been that impressed with Indiana's defense for the most part. They really have just been explosive offensively, you know, as they've gotten out to the surprising start to most. Uh, but tonight, I think Milwaukee should be able to find a way uh, to get it done. In regards to the nightcap with the Lakers and uh, Pelicans, I'm really looking forward to this one because uh, I think the Pelicans, you know, this is a game that's on national television, will be on TNT. And I feel that, 
you know, um, this is another opportunity for this Pelicans team to say, this is our turn to take the next step. And you can't make me believe that Brandon Ingram, every time he wants to play, that he plays against the team that traded him away, uh, he's not going to take it a little bit personal. Um, you know, the Lakers through this early season, this is what they have focused on. I mean, I've, I've said this, they were very locked on on the end tournament uh, situation you could tell that's all by LeBron letting him know the teammates like hey this is something I want to go get because all these in season tournament games they play they've been locked in they've looked kind of uh, and down on their other regular season games so I expect them to be all hands on deck but tonight I think this is a 50-50 game in my opinion um, yeah it's only a yeah. minus two for the Lakers yeah yeah if I was a betting man which I'm not that I would take probably Fade that, uh, fade the Lakers, and take that Pelicans plus two. Probably maybe buy it up to a plus four, and take your chances. But um, it's still probably that's really like a fifty-fifty game, and it should be competitive. I'm really, I don't know about the uh, the the Pacers and Bucks, but I'm really looking forward to the uh, Pelicans and the Lakers. It's like at least the sports gods, you know, we're gonna. And trust me, I'm not the one to go there. Because this has everything written on tonight on Amazon to be another defensive battle, three yards in a cloud of dust type of game, and I'm all there for it. But the quality has to be there, and this might be the night that the NBA kind of saves uh, the sports world by having a Pelicans and uh, Lakers and semifinals and the trip to the first in-season champion. They've got to put more on the line, man. If they want to get my juices going, they've got to put something more for grabs for this. What is it? What is it? A hundred, uh, half a million to the winner? I mean, each player, I think, gets like an extra 200000 or something? Yeah, per player. Oh, um, come on, man. You know, and then you have like uh, Alvarado uh, of the Pelicans, he said, "You know, that's it's it's cool because I'm going to put that money in for uh, well, my yeah, daughters." Yeah, you know. well, that's what I was going to say. I, the, yeah, LeBron's of the world and Zion and Brandon Ingram, these guys are playing for the practice squad guys, the guys that are nine, 11, and twelve on the bench. Yeah, they can use an extra two hundred. You know, if you just came up, you're a rookie, and you just come up from the G League. Too, I'm talking about, and it's not so much money. That's one of my points. It's like. It's, they've got to put some, and you know, people laughed at the MLB All-Star game when they said, hey, man, winner of this is going to get home field advantage of the World Series. Now, granted, you play 162. I can understand why that got a little bit pushed back, and eventually they took that out. But I always applauded C-League for the opportunity to say, you know what? Everybody's struggling with their exhibition. The, to me, this is an exhibition in-season situation. Put some juice on it. A playing you know? spot? I don't know. Something. You know, you have the purse, but you got to put put something on the line, man. You know, if you get to the final, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The winner of the in-season tournament, um, I don't know, gets two extra playoff roster spots. I, I, don't, I don't know, you know. Um, I don't have the answers for it. It's above my pay grade, but I'm just seeing a little bit more juice. But I want to see how it is tonight. I mean, because this is a chain of scenery, and Vegas is Vegas. So you're going to – I don't know if you really get a playoff feel in that. You should, but we'll see. We'll see. Because, honestly, I would probably say the Boston and Indiana one – Milwaukee? Uh, yeah, excuse me, that one. is probably the one that had really – you could say, okay, this feels like a playoff game. A lot of these have just been like, okay, you know, it's there. The The concept is getting more clear to me. Like, the, the only thing they need to get rid of is the point differential. That's just stupid. 
But um, we'll see how tonight goes and then the finals. The finals would be when? Sunday, Saturday, or tomorrow? Uh, I think they're Saturday. Okay, Saturday. Okay. It would be crazy if they if they went up against them on Monday night football, Thursday night yeah. football, and then you try to take uh, Sunday too. Yeah. But I'll confirm that here in a second. Um, a quick question on, on, on the feel on the arena. Uh, I feel like the Lakers game is going to be heavy purple and gold. You know, be already being a West Coast game, mm-hmm. it's in Las Vegas. Uh, already being the Lakers, who have a traveling fan base or or just a fan base everywhere rather mm-hmm. than traveling. Uh, but do you feel like and and and, and this is going to tie in here too. The first game is not tonight, Calvin. It's today. Oh yeah, that's a four oh five tip off Central yeah. Standard Time. Yeah. Um. So you've got people, you know, work day and stuff like that, and then you have two East Coast teams. Uh, the the Pacers. That's right. And, I forgot know. it was an early start. So so, do you feel like we're really going to see those numbers? Uh, is, is that a successful option there for for the for the league itself? You start off with the East Co- the Eastern Conference teams already. You know, I mean, yeah, sure. The TV numbers might help because their time zone hmm. uh, it sets that. But maybe most of people are they're, off work. Or they're right getting off work. Some people still work till six these days. A lot of people don't even work at all. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, but again, it goes into the, the first of all, the reason why I'm not going to kill them for just whatever, because, again, that's why I repeated the other day when I had criticism about the point differential. This this is truly an experiment, what they're doing the first year. OK, this is an experiment. Starting a Ford that's never played point guard in his life in any competitive, that that's not an experiment. This is really an experiment. So with that said. Um, what do you want? I mean, what are they supposed to do? I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if they schedule it, then it, it goes, put it this way. If this was the finals or if this was the uh, Western Conference, Eastern Conference, under any circumstances, they wouldn't be scheduling the game to start at 4 o'clock Central Standard Time at 5 o'clock East Coast. It's the importance of it. I think this is something that they agreed to go through. They got the players to agree to this because there was a little bit extra cheese on it. And they're just seeing how this is going to be receptive. Because honestly, the one thing other I was going to do uh, and when I was looking at this, because I really didn't dive into this because I was turned off by this in, in, from the get-go. But another thing is I wish they would have took the in-season tournament and took that and used the, another experiment on top of that and integrate just what the real fans have wanted people that maybe looked at doing is instead of having Easter Conference, Western Conference, just put it as one tournament as both conferences and then take that experiment to see how that plays. That's what I would have done with the, if I was on the committee. And that's the reason why I should be on most committees because I do have some good ideas sometimes. And that's why I could have been in that committee room and saved all of y'all the heartbreak. Okay. Um, moving on with the experiments going uh-huh. on. On tonight uh, and today, uh, it's a collaboration between the ESPN and TNT as well. Uh, so that for early game, we're going to have ESPN countdown, and then the uh, you know Ernie, Chuck, Kenny, mm-hmm. and, and, and Shaq are going to join their uh, join join for a segment, and then tonight, um, which is again timing wise too, tip off for that late game is going to be eight o'clock Central Time. And kickoff for the football game tonight is 7 o'clock. So if you already get to halftime and it's a bit of a dud, you can just switch over to the basketball game. Um, 
Another thing into that, the Lakers have been told they can't wear their all-dark uniforms either. They wanted to come in with the whole black feel. The league said no, and I guess it has to do the way this court's going to be decorated. Uh, It was too much of a color contrast between their uniforms and the court. So from all my indications and sources, they're supposed to be going in the traditional gold and yellow and purple. So that's another side note. Um, But we'll see how it plays out tonight. But that definitely would have been a smart way to do is just to go ahead and you know, do, uh, you know, mix it up. East Coast, Western Conference, Eastern Conference, and they could have done the tournament that way and seen how that feel would go. Because that's the change, I believe. And, you know, I hate change. <clears throat> and I'm old school guy purist. But that's something that, that that I think that I would embrace if they do. And I think eventually they're going to do it. But well, I, that's what they need to do. Well, maybe. I mean, even starting this year, we're going back to conferences for the All-Star game. <clears throat> they just, they, the I, I think they just need to have, you can have the divisions, you can have the conference, but come playoff time, it's one, it's seated one through 16. Made the best, and if you, if you draw East Coast, West Coast, first thing, oh well. Now that would get, that right there would add just an extra two million in rating viewings, in my opinion, if they would, if they would do that. 877-37 grind. All right, switching gears to football. Uh, week 14 does get going tonight with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots. Um, Last time I checked, I think they had Pittsburgh. What was it? A six-point favorite tonight? It's moved to five and a half. Damn, that's a you le- look. This is a game. There's, there's the way Pittsburgh's offense is playing, and I think is this Trubisky tonight or is this Pickett? Uh, Trubisky. It's Trubisky's happy. Uh, whoa, get uh, like. Al Michaels, I, I'm going to probably tune in just to see Al Michaels sit through this to see how many blasts he's going to get. Um, as bad as the Pittsburgh's offense has been, they shouldn't be five and a half, six point favorites over anybody. Um, they, that That's questionable. Um, I understand New England has been just anemic on offense. Uh, they uh, Pittsburgh at least has some motion and some skilled players to make some plays offensively. New England hasn't showed that all year. Um, I have a little bit more to get to. There's nothing really too much to break them down about this game other than the big picture for Pittsburgh. But we'll get into it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. 
Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits and world-class wine to chips, dips and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 